Welcome to Monday Sportif. Follow us on Twitter at at Monday Sportif LDN. Welcome to episode six. Six. What is six? Oh, I think it's uh, French for six. It's actually German. Oh, German. Oh, on that note, what did it? What's the German for bra? What's that? Keep two from flopping. <laughs> Here comes the show. So, Alex, it is officially episode six, a.k.a. episode six in German. How are you doing today? I'm not bad, Vic. How are you, mate? You all right? I'm pretty good. I'm looking forward to this episode. To be honest, I would say this episode is the juiciest episode so far because we've got we've done so much we've got so much to talk about i think it is it is a very ju- juicy episode um being episode six of monday sportive mm. we've got to squeeze out all that juice we've got there's there's so much to talk about where should we start i think we should talk about the sackings in the premier league i'm calling it sack attack because it's episode six hit me baby sack attack okay so there have been four major sackings in the Premiership um, over the last, how many weeks? Mm. Two, three weeks? Let's say three The weeks. biggest one, and I think the one we want to focus on is, in my eyes, and I'm going to lead with this, is Stephen Gerrard leaving the Rangers post yep. and going to Aston Villa. Compensation between three to four million pounds paid to, paid to Rangers. He's left Rangers when they were top of the Scottish Premier League. They're in the semi-final of the Scottish Cup. Do you think it's a good move? Well, he said that he couldn't miss the opportunity to go to Villa. So that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, in the United world, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's good. Everyone wants to see Gerrard in the Premier League because it's like everyone wants to see ex-Premier League stars managing in the Premier League to see how they're going to go. AKA like Frank Lampard to see how he's going to do or didn't do and go from there kind of stuff. So I think he's, I, I think it's, it's good, it's interesting. I'm up for interesting things. From, from my point of view, I think it's a gamble on both sides. I think it's a gamble for Gerard. I think if he goes to Aston Villa and fails or doesn't sort of meet the requirements of the owners, i.e. breaking into that top six, or certainly European football, I think, you know, it's a gamble on his part. And, and then I also think it's a gamble on... Aston Villa's part as well, because obviously Gerard has done very, very well with Rangers. He obviously won the title last last year, um, but can he continue that same mm. that same sort of drive and energy in the Premiership? We'll have to find out. But the thing is, when is it not a gamble? Every time you're a manager, if you're managing in the Premier League, you're expected great things. Well, so. he takes over Aston Villa at their sixteenth in the Premiership. It's a two and a half year deal. Now, it's coherent. With Jurgen Klopp's contract ending at Liverpool, do you reckon that that is the pathway for Gerard? Do you reckon well, that Liverpool's the that the would be that choice? would be the perfect that would be the golden goose that laid the egg? Because I think Klopp said that he doesn't he wants to leave it once once he, once he's done he wants to he wants to have a couple of years off. Okay, so I can imagine him. You heard it here first. Like you can imagine him seeing out his contract. Everyone's, you know, teary goodbye. And in a few years' time, he manages for his country or whatever like that. Or Queen's Park Rangers or something Or Queen's like Park Rangers, maybe, yeah. if he feels depressed. And then, um, and then, yeah, I think if, if Gerard can do the business, if he can get them, if he can get them out, of, out of trouble to the, uh, this season, 
and get them maybe ninth or something. And next season, push for like seventh, sixth, and he can do something with them. Get them maybe in the latter stages of the FA, maybe an FA Cup final or something like that. Then I reckon they'll take a punt. Do you know what, Rick? I see your vision here. Mm. And I'm going to go, oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying here. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. nice when we see it. Quick, just, uh, and also quickly on that note, I want to look at the Aston Villa squad. I've picked out a couple of players here who I think, you know, Dean Smith, we all know that he was doing a great job with Villa. Do we see Villa as being a team that should be higher up the league at the moment? They're 16th at the moment. They've got players, let me just name a few. We've got Emiliano Martinez, who... I think he's one of the best goalkeepers in the league. Yeah, 100%. he's a very, very good goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. They've got young players like Courtney House, who's the centre back. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Matty Cash, who's the right back they bought from Nottingham Forest. Yeah, he's all right. John McGinn is an excellent midfielder. He, yeah, he's he, really good. He's he, underrated. He's extremely good for Scotland when he plays international football. Uh, we all know about Danny Ings. And, um, Ings. Is he injured, is he? Oh, yeah. Oh. And, and Emiliano Buendia. Um, from Norwich yeah and Leon Bailey so just a few names that I picked out he, he has got he's got a good squad that can progress it does remind me a little bit like the squad he built at Rangers which was full of young talent also mixed with a bit of experience it's so got, it's got a lot of potential I think they have to be around floating around the 8th to 10th I'd say 8th spot is okay. about right for them for now right moving on from Gerrard Let's have a little quick scan at the the other sacking. So we had Norwich City, Fark out. Dean Smith... Excuse me? In, Fark out. Okay. Uh, Speaking of episode six. Yeah, Fark out. Fark out. Fark is out. You heard it here last. Fabric. Fark is out. He, well, it's just ironic, isn't it? They win, their, they win their first game, was it? And then he gets the sack. Yeah, so they beat Brentford 2-1. I think it was 2-1. Uh, away at Brentford. And it was already a done deal, wasn't it? Farker out. So um, <laughs> that fucker is out. Farker is out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. Nor- Norwich are in an awful. We've always, I've, I've been slagging off Norwich since the beginning because they've been playing awfully. Um, so uh, who got the job? I can't remember. Dean Smith. Oh yeah. So Dean Smith left Filler. Um, I think he was in Vegas or something, and he got the call, and he took it. Oh, imagine so. him in Vegas. It'd be quite depressing. I imagine him wearing like. A Ralph Lauren, really tight, not tight, but just like awkwardly. You never know. He might have let his hair down and gone. I reckon he. I imagine him in in stonewashed Gap jeans and a really awkwardly fitting top, and he's just in there on on by himself pulling one of those slot machines. Farking out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, I anyway, think it, it, Dean Smith is. I, I I'm looking at that. It's it's a good appointment for Norwich if they go down or when they go down. I think it's an easier. Dean Smith knows the championship very well. Um, it seems like a almost. I'm not going to say like for like. They're two different managers, but you know it doesn't seem to be moving the goalpost too much from what Norwich want to do anyway. I think is... I think getting Dean Smith was a bit is so such an easy choice, wasn't it? For Norwich, you're Norwich. It's an easy choice. Dean Smith's available. He needs a job. After a week, after he gets sacked, bingo bango. Now another one. We ran a poll, probably quite a long time ago now, about Nuno. Espirito Santo and whether or not Tottenham should have got him out obviously it was a resounding um, way to the getting him out um, Tottenham Hotspur fans wanted this guy out he didn't manage to get Tottenham uh, playing particularly good football results were negative um, I think you, you can't really be surprised about Nuno Espirito Santo being sacked uh, I think in I think in hindsight he wasn't doing good in wall at Wolves and yet they gave him the they gave him a punt at the Spurs job. It seemed like a bit of a shot in the dark. Antonio Conte comes in now. I am a massive fan of Antonio. Conte. He means business. He you means business. you must be as well. The guy is a serial serial winner. 
He plays that 3-5-2 formation, which is so prevalent in football these days, with the uh, three centre-backs, two wing-backs, um, and then you've got the sort of shadow forward, if you want to call it that. And and, and it works wonders. It, it, at the moment, it is how... Um, our football's been. I've, I've got four words to describe his style of football. It's very simple. You ready? Go on. He plays sexy football. Yes, sexy. Yeah. And he looks uh, sexy as and well. And this is episode six. Yeah, speaking of it. Uh, so, just a quick one. So, if we look at Conte, when I said serial winner, he came into Chelsea and won the Premier League 16, 17 season. The second season, he won the FA Cup. Cash. Casual, two cups there. Um, he's he's um, good. Yeah, no, he's he's um, winning mentality. Also carried out through the Italian league, the Serie A, where he won four Scudetto titles. Oh, don't tell four me not the Scudetto. not the Scudettos. So listen to this as well. So he won three Scudettos with no, Juventus. Surely not three. And then last year, obviously, as we all know, he won the Scudetto with Inter Milan. That's four Stopping Juventus mm. from, from their... Winning their Scudetto. Yeah. What is Scudetto? He was the only one who... He left What's Juventus. the Scudetto? What is it? Scudetto, so basically, Scudetto is a, a badge. Oh. It's like a nickname for the league title. Oh, OK. And if you win the Serie A, mm. for instance, Juventus or Inter Milan, they get like an Italian badge on their kit for that season. Oh yeah, so like, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like an emblem. It's like the uh, star. It's when called you the win the, well, it's, Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, so, yeah. so for that season, on your on the Serie A kit, they will have the Scudetto. Scudetto on sounds like an Italian board game from the eighties. It does a bit, doesn't it? Yes. That would be Sabutio. Sabutio's back, by the way. Oh yeah, we should get that. And two Copper Italias as well, just to name uh, another couple of trophies. Anyway, that is the sacking. Have we got any more sackings? What else? What else? Who else got lost their job? Uh, so we've spoken about Norwich Villa. Uh, what other stuff is Well, we had Neil Warnock. The great Neil Warnock was uh, relieved of his duties from Middlesbrough in the Championship. Oh, I didn't know that, yeah. Um, managed over 1,500 games or something along those lines. So, uh, I, mean, I know we do a have... Little, a little hat... Uh, doff your cap. Doff your cap to Neil Warnock. Yeah, who, and who, I think... Who was a fantastic manager for Queen's Park Rangers. He's old school. In the Tarapt era, when Tarap was... Scoring some wonderful goals. And it also sounds like a board game. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I think there was some good sacking talk there. That was good. On to the next talk. one. On to the next one. Right, it's time for my favourite feature, which is FTT from the terraces. From the terraces. Where, right. did, where did we go this week, Rick? We went. Cash. We went to Dulwich Hamlet, which, yes. for context for people, is the sixth division of Anorama National League South. Indeed it is, and the stadium is called the Champion Hill Stadium. We had a nice train journey, didn't we, Rick? It was a nice, Optimistic it, as well. It was a the, beautiful uh, sunny morning. Uh, Dulwich was, uh, was glorious, very hilly. Yeah, I wasn't enjoying the hills, but I did enjoy the fact... OK, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it straight out there. The food and drink situation... Is the best so far with that mean since since the creation of Monday Sportive is the best food and drink experience of the lot. Would you agree with that? I do agree. Do you know what? It it was it was a beautiful sunny day. We got to the stadium. We got there nice and early. Um, the beers were flowing. 
The food was amazing. We'll come on to the food in a minute. The oh, food yeah. was amazing. It was just, it was, I would say, it was just cracking down. And it was, it was perfectly, it was so nice and casual as well. Mm. So you had, you had beer on tap, which you didn't have at Arsenal. You had, um, well, you had cider in the cans, but it was Thatcher's at least. If you want to sponsor Thatcher's, please sponsor, please send an email to Monday Sport Team. Um, and it was just, and then the food was, was so good. It was like a little burger van, but like a like a semi a semi sexy burger van, and I got the one for the old classic burger and chips, and you just went for a burger, didn't you? No, I had a cheeseburger and um, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Anyway, there, there, there was there was a, a moment of glory when Ricky was queuing up for his burger. They were calling out people's names um, when when the burger was ready, and of course, what does the guy do? Open up the hatches and Ricky. Which I thought was hilarious. You did. I was I was already about four cans in, so I didn't really know what. Yeah, was well, going I thought on. that was quite funny. But it was but the burger. Oh, right. So now let's go on to the rating of the burger. So Dulwich Hamlets. I think that burger. It was barbecued. The cheese was melted. It was a brioche. Angus bun. as well. Angus, onions, Angus mustard, beef. Angus beef. I mean, it can't be any less than five stars. I originally said four because of the price. But the chips were amazing. The burger was amazing. It has to be a five. It's a five. It's a five. It you heard it here first. A joint five. And if you go on our Instagram account, um, you can see a picture of the burger. It was, it was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, and Dulwich Hamlet liked all of our tweets and stuff for the day. They yeah, were all over it. Was it. Good, it was good fun. It made me feel like we're doing something important because people, well, the Twitter person liked us. On top of that, so what have we got? Great stadium. Yep. Great beer. Good fans. Great day out. And great the match score as well. score was 4-3 to Dunwich mm. Hamlets and they against were, Hampton and Richmond. Hampton and Richmond Bar FC, who are our semi-local team. It's very true. So, very um, true. But I didn't mind. It was, it, was a, it was a cracking game. But I also, just quickly, I loved the fact that it was standing football for three... Uh, for three quarters of the ground I love standing football I loved it at the Cherry Record Stadium when I went to watch the old AFC Wimbledon game before they moved to Plough Lane and I love standing football because it just makes me feel more involved more active it was really, it was, it was a great day out also um, just to say as well you're standing there watching the football yeah and you can have a beer whilst watching the game which yeah. is unheard of when it comes into league football in league football you literally that is it's, it's game over yeah you're, you're not allowed that no you're not allowed that no 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 and then, and then even the even the portaloos and stuff it was just it was it was so basic but because it was organized and it was very ch- everyone was so casual there were families there there were dogs there yeah. no one cared the game was on and the stadium was so small I freaking loved it. It was, it was amazing. I, if it was closer, I'd, I'd, I'd go off the... I'd go so as well. I'd, what what, what we'll say, obviously, from the terraces, uh, what we want to try and do is uh, highlight non-league football. What a cracking day out it can be if you go there with your friends, families, whoever. Um, there's children there playing with all their friends and dogs and all that sort of stuff. So I'll tell you it, what, it, though. It, it, was, it was a cracking day out. So from the terraces, we want to highlight... Go and see your non-league uh, yes. local local football team. Yes, I've I've got one concern though. Mm. The thing is, Hampton and Richmond are our local team, and we're going to go. But hopefully, we're going to go to Hampton and Richmond Bar FC versus Hemel Hempstead. Yeah, which was my team on Football Manager versus your team on Football that's Manager. That's very true, and our, that's that's our version of our derby. Of a derby. Now, I want to go to Hampton and Richmond and enjoy it the same, if not more, than Dulwich because a it's closer. It's true. And, well, that's basically it. Yeah, it's closer. So, if we end up going, which I hope we will do, that's going to be the challenge. Is right. it going to compete with Dulwich? Hampton, Hampton and Richmond, Borough, are you listening? 
We're coming to see you. We're coming to see you. It's this part of the show when we are going to catch up on football chat. Football chat. Now, you like a bit of football chat, don't you, Rick? I'm a lad. I like so, pints, women, and football chat. Chat me. Excellent. Um, so, uh, yeah, what we're going to do, we're going to do like a roundup um, of all the football uh, that's occurred since our last podcast, and there's a hell of a lot of it. So what we're going to do, um, we're, I'm going to focus firstly, Rick, on Arteta and Arteta. resurgence of Arsenal who have come from I mean we did a poll on it all the Arsenal fans were well not all of them but majority was calling we, we for, do have a lot of Arsenal fans on our Twitter we do yeah at Call- Monday Sport Eve, LDN exactly they, they were calling for Arteta's head um, there's been a massive turnaround at Arsenal there was the 2-0 win against Leicester at the um, that was a good win yeah at the King Power Stadium there was also the 1-0 win against Watford um, which again, which is a good, a good, a good home win. So, how how has it turned around so so much? What's happened? I don't know. To be honest, we should we should get him on the show. You know, we might let him on the show. See see if he can answer those questions. But um, it's good. I mean, because you would think Arteta knows what he's doing because he's been under Pep for X amount of years and all this mm. kind of stuff. But I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get why but, they're now suddenly starting to win. I I still don't, I'm still not convinced. To be honest. Well, uh, they've literally spun it, haven't they? They've gone from being this team who couldn't get a result, couldn't couldn't even like hardly get any shots on target. But then again, they, the amount of money they've put in, and they are Arsenal, you would expect them to to be able to do something. You would expect them to beat Watford. And it yeah, wasn't like well, it was like a 5-0 thrashing. No, I suppose so. But then if you look in, the, the results are coming in. The Leicester game at the King Power Stadium, did you see the Ramsdale save? Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, it, but it's just a save, isn't it? I mean, no. it, was, it was a good save, but people like were getting, they were filling their trousers up I mean, with I, certain materials. I'm looking at it, it was a fantastic save. He yeah. stretched across, pushed it onto the bar, it bounced to safety. It's, 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 a, it's a cracking save. But he is a goalkeeper and he just saved, you know. It's not like he saved it with well, his... Well, I'd like to see you trying to scramble across and save that. Well, maybe if we get... Our audience to a certain thing, we can we can do a little thing. Well, we can you? arrange it. Yeah. What, what what you scrambled across? Penalty shootout. What what you scrambled across the six yard box? I'd do better than you in goal. I doubt that. I'm bigger. I'm more of a target. Do you know what I'm like? I'm like, I'm, I'm like a cat. You're like a cat. They call they call me the cat. And I'm like a bear, and the bear's going to save it because it's going to hit him. Do you, do you reckon? Are you any good in goal? It's been a while, but I can dust off the old. Do you reckon uh, you'd have saved that free kick Ramsdale saved? Uh, if I had a, if I had enough notice. Oh come off it! Anyway, so um, just another thing: Smith Row, two goals, one against uh, Leicester, and one in the one 0 home win against Watford. I personally think the player is amazing to watch. We saw him play against AFC Wimbledon in the cup. He's got a grace on the ball. Um, he's got an eye for goal. I think we're looking at safely the next he's, yeah. next England star. He's doing everything he needs to do. At his age, he's he's playing well. He's performing when he needs to, and he's got. He had the England call up, and did he score yesterday? Yeah, he did. He scored. He scored yesterday. So he scored his first England international. He's doing goal. Good. The only thing is though, there's, a, there's so many young English players to fill that space. And Mount, although he's, I do you know obviously I got I got a soft spot for Mount, but he's not doing that much at the moment. And he, but you know, but for me, yeah, okay, Mount Mount's been a, been around for a little while now in the Premier League, maybe a couple of years, two or three years. Smith Rose, new on the scene, he's setting it alight. He's, I wouldn't say he's carrying in this Arsenal team, but he's certainly 
pitching up with the goals at the right time for such a young young age and he's also got his first England international goal yes against San Marino but who cares no who cares about that no. but, I mean the Arsenal team are getting the only the reason that Arsenal are winning is because their youngsters are doing what the old old people should be doing you know Lacazette and Aubameyang are doing absolutely nothing get them off the wage bill send them back to Germany or, or France or whatever they wherever they want to go clear the wage bill and then just, you know, just go from there because they're, they're just dead weight at the moment. And the, the youth, Saka and uh, Smith-Rowe and stuff, they're the only ones doing the damage and they can't do it for long. Saka as well, what a fantastic player. We'll come on Saka. to that in a bit when we talk about the England games. Um, moving on, David Moyes, um, we did a poll about for uh, West Ham. Are they the genuine article or are they just in a rich vein of form? What do you think? I think uh, the latter. I think, you, you they're, think play, they're playing amazing, but I think after Christmas they're going to have the, always the classic the dip. They? Always the pessimists. Well, I don't. It doesn't bother me. But they're going to have a classic dip. They're, they're on the high, and they're at the top of the they're at the top of the mountain, and there's only lows. Well, they beat Liverpool three two. Also, that was a cracking game. That a one. good uh, win against Tottenham one 0 with Antonio scoring. They also, if you don't remember, if you remember, they knocked Man City out of the cup. They eliminated Man City from the cup. Was that on penalties? Yeah, they drew nil nil yeah. on penalties. So. All round at the moment, you know, it's just going so well for West Ham. I hope, I hope they, it stays there. Even David Moyes club, has... He's built, settled the ship, hasn't he? Yeah, he's settled the ship. He's built a very, very good, effective team. Are they the genuine article? Are they going to get Europe, European football? Are they going to finish in that top four? What do you reckon? Uh, I think top six for them. I think top six, really good. And as long as they spend their money wisely, if they can, have, if they can carry on the season the way they're going, top six is almost a certainty, I'd say a certainty. And and uh, if they can just spend their money wisely and invest it wisely, then maybe then maybe then top four next season. The motto of the West Ham fans at the moment is, we're massive. Why? Well, because they're, they're, what they're saying, you know, they're massive. Are they? Yeah. That's, that's you know, they're, they're, they're believing the hype. But we'll soon see. Well, the Chelsea, well, Chelsea are first, so what do we, will they just say? Why, why, why are you getting Chelsea involved? If, well, because if, if London clubs, if, if, if they're saying they're massive, but then they're like, well, we are fourth. It's like, well, you're not massive. We'll save that for another day. So, moving on. Uh, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's Ooh. Manchester United. Uh, we watched uh, Liverpool oh, destroy them that was, 5-0. That was such an enjoy. I've never laughed so much at a football game for, destroy for a long them. time. Uh, Salah was just unstoppable, Unplayable. wasn't he? I mean, uh, talking about him being the best in the world, are we saying, is that yeah. the case? I think I think it's, it's just a slam dunk, isn't it? He, he, at, the, at this time, he's the best player in the world. Fact. Can't wow. you can't beat you can't say that's not true because the facts don't lie. He he is he does seem to be whatever game he plays in he's affecting it you know immensely. You know he said he wants to see out against... his, he said he wants to see out his career at Liverpool. Well, fair enough. Because his contract's up uh, soon ish. I think it would have been about a year and a bit. Yeah. But he wants to renew. He wants. You're going to give him a new contract, aren't you? You oh, give him yeah, as long yeah, as he, yeah. as long as he's walking. You'd give. He's him just a amazing, isn't he? That that hat trick against Manchester United was just was great. The two goals we spoke about on the other podcast when he scored those. Unbelievable goals, you know, we, we, we were talking about in, in previous podcasts. Talking about unbelievable goals, Ronaldo volley against Tottenham. I'm saying it's the goal of the season so far. I thought it was insane. Yeah, you were saying it was a 9 out of 10 or something uh, like For that. me, it's 9 out of 10. It, wasn't it was enough. beautiful. It, was... It, it lofted over the top of the defence. He watched it come down and just volleyed it into the bottom corner. It was it a was, good goal. It was amazing. <laughs> Excuse me, it was a good goal. Um, but it's, it... <sighs> It's, it's not the best. It, 
he's just caught it's just a volley it's it's not like he's had his back to goal and he's done an overhead kick or he did that classic um what's that one I showed you earlier on the Poyet one. Oh, the Poyet when the Zola Zola lobs it over the kick guy and he does the old scissor kick. Now that's a ten. That that's, was that's that, top that was a good goal. But the, the Ronaldo goal. I'm not being funny. The technique for that goal is just unreal. The ball's come over his shoulder and he's just watched it come down, volleyed it on his right. Oh, it was, it was, it was good. It was good. No, it was a nine. Well, I think it was. What did I say? I said about seven. I think I said about seven, seven or eight. I think seven and a half. Go call it that. Unreal. But um, you know what though, Ronaldo. I want to quickly say, well, maybe it's not controversial, but I think he's actually, he's not helping United. He's actually hindering them more than he's helping. Well, this is another point. We, we did put out a poll uh, relating to Ronaldo and we said, has he had a positive influence on Manchester United this year? And it was very mixed. What was the, uh, the overall? The poll we got back, it was just about positive, but it, it was very, very close. See, I mean, he gets the goals and you're thinking, you know, from an outsider's point of view, you know, very casual I don't know, fan, you would say, he's getting the goals, he's a legend, he's one of the best players, and which is all true. But because he doesn't go back and he doesn't defend and he doesn't fall back, he then puts the pressure on the rest of the midfield to clear up after him, which leaves gaps. And that's where I'm, they can see. I'm not so sure that I've seen him running back and tracing back for the ball. There has been clips of him There's doing that. There's occasion, but, yeah. But I don't think... It's the influence on the pitch as much. I think it will be the influence of him in the Jack dressing room because mm. he is going to be a loud voice in that dressing room. Yeah. And I'm sure he's going to get lots of his opinions across. So I, it, I think it's more the fact that he said, if I'm coming if I'm coming to United, I want this. I'm going to do this. And Solskjaer has not got a pair of cojones, as you can see on the touchline every single game. He doesn't know what he's doing. He looks like a lost child. Uh, at the, Charlie's, what's it? Charlie and Chocolate Factories. Factory. He just doesn't know what's going on, sitting in the corner, waiting by the fire exit. That is hashtag statement from Rick there. Yes, so, he's doing this hashtag. Um, so um, also on that note as well, so you've got the 5-0 loss to Manchester United at home. And then the 2-0, just bog standard, Man City turn up, controlled possession, scored two goals in the first half, nullified Manchester United. Well, you watch you watch um, United's defence, which is just shocking. You would imagine a straight line of a four, like a back four, right? The amount of times it, I'm going to use the word quiffs, um, and it just goes all, it goes all shambly because Wan-Bissaka goes out of position. He tries to get the ball and then you leave a gap. And it's actually like, imagine like a, like a C shape. That is the defence. And you can just go, you can go through it. And that's why they're conceding loads because it's not rocket science. When you see your, your defenders and they're all, wait, there's two of them are on the other half of the pitch you know, it's just game over. And Maguire, who's just a waste of space, I wouldn't let him pack my shopping in Tesco's, aka Tesco's, um, or Sainsbury's, aka Sainsbury's. Um, it's just a shambles, but it's really enjoyable for a non-Man United fan. I think it's really funny. Well, he did score a good header for England I, I against Albania and against San Marino. Yeah, but, you know, when he scores against Brazil, then I'll have something nice to say about him. Okay. Okay, so we're on to the, the final innings of the show. Final innings of the show. Now, what I want to do, Rick, is just quickly bring up uh, Harry Kane. Boo. Well. Or is it? Um, just, to, just to say that, obviously, it looks like... I don't know whether you can judge form on the two England games. Obviously, we beat Albania quite easily. I think it was 5-0. 
Yeah, I think, yeah. And, and, then, then and, and then obviously we beat San Marino 10 0. Yeah, I know. Um, anyway. Who um, would have thought that, that England would have beaten San Marino, eh? Well, there we go. So Harry Kane has now equaled Gary Lineker's record for England of 48 goals. Yeah. He's on 48 goals. He's five behind Wayne Rooney, who scored 53 uh, for England. And in the San Marino game, he scored four times in 15 minutes, two of those penalties, I might add. But what are we saying? Harry Kane's going to be... We're looking like very, obviously, very likely that he's going to become England's highest goal scorer. Yeah, I think I think it's a, it's a done deal already, isn't it? Uh, he needed it for his confidence because he's had, he's had a shocking first half of the season, as we've spoken about previously. Yeah. He needed that for his confidence. He needed that for his resale value as well because he's going to be desperate to go next summer. Yeah. Um... Or will he with Conte? We'll talk about that another time. We'll see how we do. It, it, it's it, you know, it's good stuff. It's good things. He's played well. He deserves the goals, and it's about time he actually performed like he, we all know he can perform. So he also broke another record: um, sixteen goals in a calendar year. Um, he's actually broke that record as well, scoring sixteen goals in a calendar year, um, which is a one hundred and thirteen year record. He's broken that. So he's he's smashing records. Now, four goals in an international. Who was the last player to score four goals for England in an international? I'll give you a clue. Give me a clue. It was 1993. So it's about four years before I started watching football properly. So let's have a little think about that. Because I started watching about 96. Yeah. Um, give me another clue. He is an Arsenal legend. Arsenal legend. Arsenal legend, 1993. Four goals for England against San Marino. The same opposition, 1993. Oh, so, the, well, the Arsenal team... So, oh, wait a minute. It's going to have to be... Um, what's his face, isn't he? Uh, the striker. The striker who's, who's got the big glasses. I like him. I've forgotten his name. It's uh, that guy. You know the one? Yeah, I do. I do know him. Played for Crystal Palace? Yeah, I know who he is, but I can't remember his name. The one who's... Uh, Ian Wright, there Wright, we go, yeah. Wright, Wright. yeah, Ian Wright. Was. yeah, yeah. So Ian Wright was the last one. What a great player Ian Wright was. Oh, he was quality. When I was a kid watching him play football was just amazing. Well, yeah. I, I've seen... Spe- especially, uh, I remember him playing in the uh, mainly for Arsenal in the Arsenal years and he was just unreal. To be, complete, unreal. To be, look, to be completely honest with you, I don't remember him at the time because I'm, I'm not as old as you. Um, but because I like him as a pundit, I've always seen the highlights and the flashbacks and stuff like that and a bit of YouTube... And he, he was quality. And he's, he's a character as well. And you need that kind of thing on the pitch. And I'm glad he got that. Ian Wright was a very, very good player. Harry Kane was the first player since 1993 to score four goals last night. So, well juicy. Done, Harry Kane. Speaking of juicy, games that are coming up this weekend. We got, we got, so I'm not going to lie, some of them I get, I'm a bit bored by. I think nothing, nothing sexy is going to happen there. Well, let's just do, we'll do, we'll, I'll run through the games. And then I, there's one game in particular I think is going to be goal central. And uh, if there's one that you think, you let me know. We'll have a little chinwag about it. But we've got Leicester-Chelsea, Leicester, I think, draw, realistically. Maybe um, a 1-0 win to Leicester, probably. I think it's going to be a good game. I think I think Leicester are a great, great team. They're playing well under Brendan, Brendan Rodgers. Some of the results have been a little bit um, off this season. Um, but they're still a great team. And on the day, they can, they, they can match, I think, they can match anyone in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, so, obviously, Chelsea have had a, a really good start to the season. Lukaku, the striker, the summer signing striker, is, I think he's still injured. Uh, but we've got um, Pulisic, who's come back, and he scored for his country okay. uh, when he played last time. Uh, and he had he, he lifted up his shirt and it said, uh, the man in the mirror. 
you know, I don't know the reference to that. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I haven't met you, I don't know. Anyway, Um, not that that's got anything to do with it. But anyway, I think it'd be an interesting game. And then, um, what have we got next? Steven Gerrard's first game in charge of Aston Villa against Brighton. As we all know this season, Brighton are playing some great football under Graham Potter. Um, I think it's going to be a massive test for Aston Villa. However, they're going to be up for it. Yep, it's the at crowd, home. The crowd's going to be pumped. Villa Park's going to be rocking. I can't see anything other than an Aston Villa win. However, Brighton are a great, great team this season. They're Brighton really are playing well. well above their station. I think Villa are going to smash it because it's a brand new manager. They're going to show what they mean. They mean, they mean business and they're going to smash it. Uh, Burnley Palace, boring central. Burnley don't do anything. Palace are starting to do something. Maybe like a 1-0 well, or like a 0-0, I think. Crystal Palace have got uh, Conor Gallagher playing. He's a Chelsea player, Oh, he actually. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, had his debut. Uh, uh, had his debut for England. Debut for England as well. He's, he's such a fantastic player. He's, a, he's, he's amazing. I, I remember watching him play for Charlton. He was on loan at Charlton. And he, you just knew then when he was at Charlton that he's, he's a great player. I think he should start over, if he was back in Chelsea, he should get the place over Mount, the, the way they're both performing this season. Would you send him to Palace? Sell him? Yeah. No, I'd have him. I'd have him amount alternate. How much do you reckon he's worth if Palace do try and buy him? Currently, before the season, I would have said something, not knowing too much about him. I'd have said maybe fifteen mil. Now I'd say that's at least at least thirty mil, at least. Mm, thirty mil. I'd say probably more than that. Well, Engl- if, he's, if he keeps he's, going, he's now an England international. If he keeps going, it'd be forty, fifty. Newcastle Brentford. Where are Newcastle going to pick up some points? Um, I think the, these sorts of games are the ones they're going to have to start with. They have to get a win. Well, it's embarrassing, isn't it? They're the richest club in the world. They're playing at home. They have to win because I mean the richest squad, richest, richest team in the world. But they haven't they haven't added anything to their squad at the moment. They've just got no. Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, as we all know, is a great coach, great manager. He's done wonders with Bournemouth getting them into the Premiership. There's no doubt about that, but um, this January is going to be is going to be. I really think it's I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to Newcastle and if Eddie Howe can get I just, the best out of those. I just players. think it's football manager in real life. I think it's going to be funny because will they flop? Remember when QPR? I don't know if you remember this, but remember when QPR got the money and they started putting everyone on nice high contracts, and then you got relegated. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, cheers, mate! Thanks for because it shows because it's only the team I support. I know, but that's why it was so funny. But you know, I I just think it's going to it's like it's like a, it's like do you know what I wish. When they do those documentaries on TV about the football, they've done Arsenal, they've done City and stuff like that. They're doing, they've done Spurs one. They did it with QPR. No, I'm not talking about QPR. Oh. Imagine them doing one with Newcastle now. Well, maybe they are. It's interesting, isn't it? Anyway, that's good. Hopefully, hopefully, I want them to get a win. I want to see what's going on. Norwich, Southampton. We've got the new, obviously, Dean Smith at Norwich. I think, I think you know, potentially, he could get the best out of those players. But... Yeah, I, I reckon Southampton win. I reckon Norwich are done, dusted. So Watford, Man United. If Manchester United slip up here, do you reckon it's lights out for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? I think Solskjaer should should have been gone months ago. I think, I don't know. I think Watford can win. I think Watford at home, Man United the way they are. If they if Watford can handle, which is not easy by any mean feat, if they can distract and handle Ronaldo, they might have it. They might have something there. I reckon a che- maybe a cheeky one nil. Cheeky Watford. Watford win. Yeah, and then speaking of cheeky, we got Wolves West Ham. So Wolves are starting to play better now. They've finally started to step up. Uh, West Ham are obviously being good. They're forever blown bubbles. I think Wolves at home are, are, are quite a good team. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I think, think I think maybe like a two-two or something. A nice sexy draw. I think uh, Liverpool Arsenal. Now I think Liverpool are going to win, but Arsenal. I think they're going to try something. They're going to they're going to play respectfully. I think. I think they play respectfully, but um. I I've, do you know what I must say. I got no idea how that game's going to go. Because I hope it's good. Arsenal, Arsenal are on form. Liverpool, 
lost to West Ham last game. They're going to be coming out on all guns phone. It's I think it's either going to be Liverpool are either going to destroy Arsenal or Arsenal are going to turn up. They're going to be competitive, and it could be like you said, a, cl- a closer game. But you, you know what the problem? With I Arsenal think that is. could go anyway. That game. Do you, know what, you know what the problem with Arsenal is? They also want to put ball in, yeah. Um, and then we've got City, Man City, Everton. Everton, they they they're poor at the moment. City are. City, I think it so it might be a Man City I reckon, formality. I reckon like a like a three nil easy win, and then my pick of the games, which is last, Tottenham leads, goal, goal, goals. Yeah, you say that Conte. I think um, is going to set Tottenham up. Um, I wouldn't say defensively, but I think he's definitely going to set them up in a way where he wants to build confidence in his style of play. I don't think you're going to see Tottenham screaming loads of goals in against Leeds. However, I'm, I'm, I think you're looking at a Tottenham win. I think um, I think Tottenham win three. Oh, I was going to say three two, but I think three one or or something like that. But I think I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. Posts are going to be getting hit. Crossbars. I think it's going to be sexy. Two nil Tottenham. Harry Kane from the penalty spot. Two one Tottenham. Harry Kane penalty spot, and then a, a wonder goal from Son. There we go. You heard it here first. Snap. Well, thanks for listening again to Monday Spool Teeth. Yes, uh, don't forget to subscribe to our socials. If you can subscribe to our socials, it would be very much appreciated. And uh, we'll see you... uh, We'll see you next time, episode 7 Heaven. Exactly. Follow us on Twitter at at Monday Sportif LDN.